all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. All right, all right, let's get back into this. This is Joseph Brownlee, the host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Real Talk, talk with today, 15 minutes. Let's continue to piggyback what I left off at and my last podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Forgiveness. A very important subject. I know I keep bringing back up because I want my listeners, if they're still kind of stuck, or they asked that question before, or you went to your church and your pastor disagrees, or someone in your church showed you different type of scriptures and everything could disagree with that. Okay, I can understand why they do that. And I not, not I don't bet, but I believe they probably showed you a lot of scriptures outside of Paul's teachings. Or probably use uh, certain verses and acts and stuff like that. Now, first of all, when you read the book, Paul's letters, you will notice if you read Paul's letters, he never talks about forgiveness of sins too much or close to all. His 13 books is based, it's not based on forgiveness of sins. If you read Paul's letters for a reason. Now, I left you with two verses. Okay. I left you with verse 19 and 21. God is not imputing trespasses against the world. And why? how he's able to do this. And why he's not imputing. First of all, let's talk about what happened. And why did Jesus do what he do? Why did he do what he did? If that makes any sense. <laughs> why did Jesus do what he did? Jesus took away all mankind's sins after the cross. The resurrection is very important. The other side of the cross is very important, what I'm trying to explain to you guys, men and women. He done that and took all, took on all mankind's sins, past, present, and future, under grace. I'm very specific, under grace. Not Jesus' earthly ministry and not before that. This is Paul's ministry. This is the other side of the cross, I like to say. All this takes place, which happened over a couple of thousand years ago. So we've been under grace of a couple of thousand years ago, okay? Not the previous couple of thousand years before, but the last couple of thousand years, the church gets saved. The people get saved by grace of this uh, applies to the world. You understand what I'm saying? You know, just say 4,000 years, the last 2,000 years, we've been under grace. And this applies under grace. Not the kingdom program, not the law program, but under grace. You understand that? What I am talking about. Okay. He done this. All this took place when Jesus was resurrected. What's supposed to have happened is the kingdom program. If the leaders of Israel or national Israel 
believed Jesus as their Messiah and would have accepted him, then the kingdom program would have went through. You understand that? So, but we all know what happened. They did not. They disobeyed. They did not believe in the Messiah. Even today, Israel don't believe in the Son of God, the Messiah. They did not believe in the Messiah. And the final strike was Acts 7 when they stoned Stephen in Acts 7. After, after that stoning, the Jews scattered except the apostles because they knew they had a commission to finish going out to the world, which they never made it. So after Acts 7, the Jews scattered around to different uh, different nations, Gentile nations. They scattered, but the apostles stayed because they know they had a duty to finish, which they did not. Okay? Now, after Acts 7, going into Acts 9, there, there was a transition that was going to take place because that was the final strike in Acts 7. Listen to me closely. Before Acts 7 and going backwards was the law and the kingdom program and everybody's sins were still being charged against them. Jews mainly because they was one under the law, under the covenant, were still being charged against them before Acts 7. A little bit going into Acts 8 until you get a little bit after Acts 9. Okay, listen to what I'm saying. When Stephen got stoned, that was like the final strike. I don't have time to break that down. The Jews scattered. Okay? Paul asked, went up to the high priest, went up to the leaders and asked them to persecute the church. You know what happened then? Going into Acts 9. I don't have to get into Acts 8 with Philip, but Acts 9. See? Well, Paul was stopped by the Lord Jesus Christ in the air. And knocked off his horse and everything. Jesus said, Paul, I'm going to use you. First, he asked him why you persecuted me and stuff like that. When you persecute me, it's like kicking against the pricks. It's like kicking against yourself. When you hurt them, you hurt me, etc. You know, make a plan like that. In other words, that's when he he, uh, he told Paul how he was going to use him. Now, he didn't tell Paul about the mystery yet. He didn't reveal what I'm telling you now to Paul yet. Okay, he didn't reveal that to him yet. Okay, all right. Matter of fact, under the kingdom program, just to show the Jews, Paul got baptized, even though he didn't have to, but he got baptized because he wanted to show the Jews that he was serious and he was for real. Why? Because the requirement under Judaism and the requirement under the kingdom program is you have to be baptized. So Paul just wanted to show them how serious he was, you know. And nobody can explain that better than Trace Sergio or Truth Time Radio. But that's what went on with that. So that's why Paul was baptized. He didn't have to be baptized. Jesus didn't tell Ananias to baptize him. Or he did not say not to baptize him. But this was a, a choosing of Paul just to show uh, the Jews and the other apostles and everybody else that he, he was part of that. He believed that Jesus was the Messiah and the King. Now, that was salvation for salvation purposes. Or for his purposes, it was just to show the Jews by following their uh, routine of salvation that he believed Jesus was the Messiah and King. That had to be important for us first. So we had to show them that. Okay, now going a little further, Jesus explained everything to him 
what he was going to use them for. Not in Acts 9. It was transitioning and things has been revealed to Paul slowly but surely of how what Jesus was going to, what Jesus will have Paul to do, which called, which is called the revelation of the mystery. It didn't, he didn't get it explained to him in Acts 9. That was just the beginning. So it took up to close to 25 years of revelations from Jesus. You understand what I'm saying? To the Apostle Paul to get all this revelation. One of his earliest books, I believe, uh, was first and third, second Thessalonians. Now, the order of Paul's 13 letters is not the correct chronological order. I believe that's failed to say this is uh, first and second Thessalonians, then Galatians, and then Romans and uh, Corinthians and stuff like that, or the other way around. Okay, so we have to understand that it's not a, his letters are not a chronological order. So his early books, he didn't have the full revelation of all this stuff about, you know, things that came a little later through the revelation. Okay, now where I'm going with this? Well, I, don't, I just have so many new times. This is leading to the persecution of Paul, why a lot of people reject the teachings of Paul. Because they don't know nothing about this, because they don't read the letters of Paul, or they've been told by their pastors or teachers not to read Paul's letters. And I'm just trying to give you a little foot or head star before I get into the rejections of Paul and play some videos of people observing absurd, ridiculous reasons not to follow Paul's teachings. And it's kind of childish and naive when you just hear hear it. And uh, so I told you, I showed you two scriptures: Jesus died. For the world, many ex many agree with that. Many believe that, and many accept that. But many and most still don't understand the fullness of it, and they would have never understood it if it wasn't if it wasn't for the apostle teachers of the apostle Paul. And they still won't understand it if they don't read Paul's letters, which are the mystery. That was only given to him. I, I cannot say this enough. I cannot keep repeating myself enough to get that through. Is this is a dispensational thing when it comes to forgiveness of all mankind's sins? What do you mean by that, Joe? I mean it's an administration thing. It's a program. See, you have different programs in the Bible. The two main ones that make everybody confused is. Jesus' earthly ministry and Jesus' heavenly ministry. The way to be forgiven are different. Jesus' earthly ministry and apostles' teachings, there's a condition you have to do to be forgiven. Under Paul's ministry, grace is unconditional. You don't have to do anything to be forgiven because Jesus has taken care of all mankind's sins. That was not fulfilled in his earthly ministry or before with the prophets. It's only been fulfilled after his resurrection, which was revealed to the Apostle Paul. So the problem is a dispensational administration problem in the church today. That's why they have a hard time getting it, even some grace teachers. Okay? Jesus, what Jesus explained to Paul, I'm going to just try to say it like this in a plain, layman way. Just say I'm Jesus. Everybody's seen, Paul, let me tell you, going forward, this is this is what I want you to go out to the Gentiles. I'm not dealing with the Jews anymore. I put them to the side. Their program has been postponed until further notice. I'm going to do something and tell you where I'm going. 
and on what I want you to preach to the Gentiles. It has nothing to do with the gospel kingdom. Now, I'm paraphrasing that. Jesus didn't say that, but I'm just trying to get you to understand where I'm going with this. I don't think I'm reading this out of the Bible. Okay? I want you to get prepared. This is what I want you to do. This is what I want you to tell them. Because no one and before me, the prophets before me, not even the apostles, not even the little flock, know nothing about this. They never heard it. It was never hidden. It was never revealed to them. It's only going to be revealed to you about what happened and what what's the fulfillment about being about every man and man and woman sins being forgiven. See? Go out to the Gentiles and tell them the finished work, what I have done, that was only revealed, that is only going to be revealed for the first time to you, Paul. The finished work. The fullness of what grace, God's grace, have done. Okay? That everybody sin has been forgiven because it's been put on me. Okay, there's no more forgiveness of sins because I took every man's sins. Now they can be saved now because I took the atonement for them. I took the penalty that was blocking them from getting close to God. I saved them from damnation because I took all the sins. I saved them, everybody, from something that mankind can never do themselves. I saved them from destruction. Because I took it all on myself. That's what I want you to go out there and tell the Gentiles, the world. Okay? Now, by me doing that, the world is able to be saved now by believing what I have done for them. You see how simple that is. Jesus took care of all mankind's sins that they might become the righteousness of God. You notice when it says, for he hath made him to be sin. God made him, it's Jesus, to be sin for us. Jesus became sin for the whole world. The world is clean of sins because Jesus took it upon himself. See, the penalty of that don't mean he took the axe of it away. You will still sin because you're in a sin nature body. But every sin you commit from now on will not be charged against you because Jesus put it upon himself. Now you can be saved by believing he done that and died for it. That will make you righteous. So sin the forgiveness that the sins Jesus took upon himself, all it done was opened up the door for mankind to be saved. Without that, mankind could not be saved because it has sin in the way and God can't save you when sin is in the way. Jesus took all mankind's sins, so a mankind has a chance to be saved just by believing it. God bless you. I'll be right back. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? 
Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase. And no subscription headaches. Hensonshaving.com slash holiday.